Hey crew, what's going on? Coach here. Man, here it is, almost the end of March already. As you get older, I think time flies even faster. Remember back in the days when you were a kid and you always said, man, I can't wait till I'm 14. I can't wait till I'm 16. I'm never gonna grow up, blah, blah. <laughs> man, if I could turn and talk to 14-year-old Matt now. That is not our topic today. That's slightly off topic. So let's get on topic. This week, we are talking about your landscape project and how to plan it and plan it specifically around plant availability. There is such a thing. So you're going to be doing your own landscape DIY style. I love it. Doing that landscape project on your own, it's gonna save you about 50%, if not more, over a professional cost. Congratulations. I hope you follow all the way through, all the way to a conclusion, a successful conclusion. You know, by now, if you have decided to do it, you've probably done your own designing, Maybe you've done some of your own planning, but it is now, you know, now it's late March. You haven't broken ground yet, and maybe that's, that's okay because maybe you live in an area where you can't break ground just yet. And you've scheduled this project around your lifestyle and it's slated for May 1st to start. Perfect, good job. Weeks in advance that you got all the planning out of the way. Just one thing, when are you gonna get your plants? That's what we're talking about today is your landscape project and getting to the point of planning phase knowing full well that you have 100% of all your plant complement that your project is due. Plant availability is what we're discussing. We're going to address supply chain issues, COVID excuses, shipping delays, and all of the above that can wreak havoc on a landscape schedule. Are you with me? Let's learn something today, shall we? Hey, I'm Matt, you can call me coach. Every Friday I bring with me landscape DIY education, concepts and theories, ideas and solutions, so you guys can go out and tackle a landscape project yourself, get professional results, save a whole lot of money in the process, and in this day and age, be a lot more self-reliant. Man, after a 20 plus year career in the green industry, I'm bringing with me a lot of knowledge and experience that I wanna share with you guys, the new, modern, educated, self-reliant homeowner of today. You know, having been in the green industry for several years and having served both as a contractor and in the retail plant world at retail nurseries, I have a good grasp on what it takes to have what you need when you need it. Although I'm speaking specifically about plant stock availability in this particular episode, this topic can also spread to other facets of your project when it comes to materials and the pipeline excuses, people, like other contractors, maybe family and friends, you know, that say they're gonna be there, but mm, last second. How about your own time frame? Because sometimes life just gets in the way. All of this can come to bear on the outcome of your project. Not just DIYers are affected. Professionals as well feel the drought of supply chain woes, lack of work ethic, you know, from employees, if you can get them, and all other business-related hassles. In the plant world, growers tend to bulk up on product months and months in advance. What you're buying in the spring rush of this year was planted possibly years ago, and it was shifted from 
a little liner stock two inch sprig into a gallon can plant. And then it was either made available at a gallon can size or it was shifted again to a five gallon size. So it could be a couple of years, but for the most part, wholesale growers, they have everything in place and ready to go by the first of each year. They know because they have salespeople out there selling their stock. Those salespeople are going off into retail stores and saying, hey, do you wanna pre-order and bulk up and be ready to go? And oftentimes this is how retail nurseries handle their business. They know that after tax inventory, after the first part of the year, as soon as that is done and all decided, that's when they go gonzo. That's when it becomes a Christmas season for the green industry. Just like Amazon, Target, and Walmart during December. So they're planning well, well in advance. But after this initial rush that usually lasts, depending on location, maybe three months in really short season places to as much as five or six months, even seven months, in places where seasons, growing seasons, are very, very long. Things start to kind of wind down a little. Now, where I was in Northern California, man, we bulked up right at the end of January, and then we started to slow down as far as ordering and other stuff right about the end of June. June was kind of the cutoff point. Depending on the, you know, year to year, sometimes things were different. If we had a really late rainy spring and things just weren't able to get going, too muddy, too wet, too snowy a ground, then the season would continue. It would be delayed and it'd go off into July. But for the most part, the end of June was always kind of the cutoff. Production stock tries to, once that initial rush is done, producers of nursery stock they try to catch up with the second wave. And all the time, I should say 80% of the time, that second wave is not as nice a nursery stock as that first wave. It doesn't have the root development quite, it's not as big and full and bold, except for maybe annuals, maybe annuals, which have a really high turnover. But I'm talking about the bread and butter plants. You know, they're just not quite as big, not as prime and not as full of bloom. And in the case when you're buying plant material, don't worry about bloom. You could care less about bloom. Just a little pro tip there. Bloom just means more stress on a plant when you plunk it in the ground. It's trying to do two things. It's trying to adapt to where you're putting it. And then it's still trying to do its bloom at the same time. And sometimes that can really stress, especially if you get a heat wave. You know, as we turn the corner uh, in the next six weeks or so, six, eight weeks, from spring to summer, that mad spring rush dwindles by at least 50%, depending on the economies, depending on the location. Now, retail nurseries, they kind of go into this, uh, they kind of go into this dance with the devil at that point on what they should be bringing in to keep their, their stock up versus what do you think will be bought for the remainder of the summer and fall. This is always a gamble to the retail world. They don't want to be stuck with excess inventory that they're eventually either going to have to carry over to the following year, pay tax on it, etc., or does it sit there and just become root bound? And when they're having to water it and feed it and take care of it and nip it and tuck it, you know, all of this costs retailers money. And sitting on inventory is like a slow death for retail nurseries. They don't want to have to do that because it just means they're going to discount stuff and sell it off at 50% to get rid of it, and they didn't make a dime. They actually lost money on the plant. So for you 
and your project, a great strategy is to know what you need. In other words, you have a completed plant list, both of what it is, how big it is, and what your budget is. And you get your order well in advance. You get it in. When inventory is up, quality is at its highest and you get what you need so your project material is on site and you are not delayed by even a day. Therefore, your project ends in successful fashion and not a mad scramble to try and find what you need and what you want at that 11th and a half hour. You don't want to be knowing that you're gonna have planting day on Saturday and all of a sudden Wednesday, you're going, yeah, I should go out and look for the plants. <laughs> no, no especially if you're trotting through May heading into June or beyond. No, you don't want to do that. If you get your plant material, if you've done what I suggested and you get your plant material on hand, you've done everything you need as far as you're satisfied with it, you've paid for that plant material and you have it back at your home at your project site two to three weeks in advance. So you have it in your hands. It is now under your care and you're in charge of that plant material. You got the new baby in the house, but that's okay because you can guarantee by 95 plus percent that it's always gonna get watered and may even get some food while it's sitting there waiting for planting day. So you can keep it moist. You can water down that foliage and just baby the hell out of these things, especially if a heat wave comes along that's unexpected. You can take care of your stuff. Now a disclaimer warning here. If you do something different, like if you leave your plant material, say it arrives, the nursery calls you and says, your plant material is here, Mr. Smith. And you go, great, I'll be in in a couple of weeks to pick it up when I'm ready for it. You run the risk of part of that order getting picked over, maybe drying out because of an oversight. Seen this dozens of times. Things get missed in the season of helter-skelter in the green industry, especially that time of year, especially in these low staffing times. Those are your plants. If you were asked and you agreed to have paid for them up front, those are your dollars sitting there that may suddenly get picked out because you got the good stuff. You, you ordered it ahead of time and got the prime first shipping of whatever's. And now someone else comes in and goes, oh, look at these over here. Maybe out on the sales floor, they only have three. But as they're walking around and they see your cordoned off order and there's four more of those things that they want, pick, pick, pick. And all of a sudden your order becomes incomplete. You don't have control over those paid for dollar plant materials sitting in an off part of that nursery. You don't have control over it. And I strongly suggest, just like anything else, is you gain that control of what you've paid for and get it under, under your roof, so to speak. You know, many times as a contractor for myself, with a schedule to keep and always me being kind of a one-man show, I was always running with my pants on fire most of the time, especially during the spring and early summer. I would bring clients plant material lists i would get them filled weeks in advance and i would bring them to my home i would take them out in the back i would water them 
I would throw some stuff around them to protect them. I would feed them. I would even on some occasions be out there nipping and tucking them to make sure they look their best when I delivered them to my client. And that's kind of what I'm suggesting to you. You are your own client. So water, feed, nip and tuck. I was ready on planting day. When it came to it, I would be delivering that full Monty, that full order with no shortages. And when you're laying it out and your client has got their hand on their cheeks, they're going, oh my God, everything looks so good. As a contractor and as a businessman, that's where you get your satisfaction. That's where they look upon you and go, dude's got his together. All of it, all of it is there. And that's how I stayed on schedule. And that's what I'm trying to impart on you guys today. So as a, for instance, you're doing a back fence line, your planting list is called for 17 five gallon whatevers for that fence line planting plan. It feels a lot better getting all 17 of those than getting the proverbial speech on plant pickup day on the day that you're going to be putting them in the ground or the day before and you get the proverbial from the salesperson, oh yeah, about, about those whatevers, Mr. Smith. We, as you can see, we can only find 12. And your planting day, ta-da, is now. The bell is tolling. This is when you schedule the time off to do this planting plan. And you look at the salesperson, you go, what the F? How come you didn't let me know? Well, you know, we, we checked around and, and now you're, you're out in the lurch. So your fence line planning is now two thirds finished and it'll be another four weeks, according to salesman Janie, uh, before the remainder will be in. Yeah, not like having your back against the wall, right? And I'll tell you a little green industry secret. This little story I just shared with you, oftentimes is BS, it's crap. Because salesman Janie or Joe Schmo salesperson is great friends with Jack Spratt. Jack Spratt, the contractor. And he sold the other five of your whatevers to Jack Spratt because Jack Spratt spends $125,000 a year at the nursery through all his contracting. And you, my friend, are a one and dunner DIYer. So in the long run, what does Joe Schmo, the salesman think? You're a customer. And he values what, but he's got his buddy, Jack Spratt. And because there's a commission involved, Jack Spratt feathers old Joe Schmo's nest pretty nicely. And that's one contractor that spends $125,000. Now, is this fair? <laughs> Hell no. But does it happen? All the freaking time. All the freaking time. Not just in the nursery industry, but I'm sure anywhere, anywhere you find construction or anything else. You know, knowing these kind of things, these little subtle nuances in the business, knowing them in advance can mitigate the maddening frustration that can be a result of you not getting what you need when you need it. Again, when I was in the biz, I would like to think that I developed some good relationships, good relationships, not always friendships, because I didn't see many of these people in an out-of-work capacity usually. But good working relationships with suppliers that allowed me to attain the supplies I needed and always stay on schedule. So was I a Jack Spratt? 
I may have been a Jack Spratt unknowingly because that salesman was taking care of me, unbeknownst to me that maybe Mr. Smith's DIY landscape project got robbed. And I hope that was never the case, but could it have been possible? Yeah, it, it could have been possible. Not only that, I kind of always operated with kind of a plan A and a plan B mindset should the unforeseen happen. And if you don't approach a landscape project with that in mind, then oftentimes you can kind of be caught behind the eight ball and then wonder, oh shoot, now what do I do? So here's a friendly tip. If you're buying your plant material because you got some really good design concepts and stuff from Salesman Janie at ABC Nursery, that great mom and pop popular place down there on the corner of Main and C Street. She really went the extra mile with you and you did follow Coach's advice and you spent your dollars there, congratulations. But when it came to pickup day and you're only getting 12 of your five gallon whatevers and Salesman Janie goes, yeah, and you know, we just couldn't find any more. You have to have a plan B. Maybe plan B is uh, box store nursery stock. Maybe plan B is another nursery on the other side of town or the other side of the county. And all you did was pick up the phone and call. You called and you said, hey, I'm looking for my whatever's in a five gallon can. Do you have any? Yeah, I got about 20 of them. Super. Super, thank you. Thank you for letting me know that. Do you think you keep that amount of stock in most of the time? Ah, kinda, there's no guarantees, but usually I have a good stock of them. Thank you very much. So there's your plan B. There's your plan B, should the need arise. Approach your project with that same mindset, and it's kinda like mental insurance against setbacks, or worst case scenario, failure in quitting because you just throw your hands up and go, screw it. So in your planning phase and your scheduling phase, you are going to that nursery or nurseries and seeking out your material that you want. In many cases, if the order is a large one, you know, like maybe more than $1,000, many retailers will insist on prepayment or at least a healthy deposit. You know, they're going out and spending their dollars to find what you want on their dime and you have no skin in the game. <laughs> you know, people in this day and age, they're, they're about as fickle as the north wind. And those people are going way out on that ledge in order to accommodate you. And all of a sudden you change your mind. Or you break your leg. Or your family member gets sick and you have to just stop the whole, stop the presses. You ain't doing your landscape project. And yet here they are with $1,000 of plant material for you. And you can't do anything about it. So be aware of that. It's not fair to them to be spending their dollars and then you skate. Besides, many retailers will take plant material back usually as long as plants are in good shape and they know that it can be resold. But be aware ahead of time on what they call special orders, which is what you're putting in. And know ahead whether your retailer will do this for you. If you bring it back in really good shape and it's the time of year they know they can turn around and sell it and turn it over, chances are they probably will. There are, there is that chance where they're going to go, all special orders are final sales, no returns. We've seen it in the retail world. We've seen that. Lastly, when it is time for you to pick up your plant order, check the quality. Check the quality before you take possession. Inspect the health. Inspect the root development. Turn that gallon can or that five gallon can upside down and gently shake the, 
shake the can loose and look at the root development. Is it totally root bound? Or can you barely see any roots? And if you tug on the base of that little shrubby, it seems like it's gonna come right out of the pot. Be really careful, be really careful. This can sometimes happen when you get into seconds and thirds generation of plant material coming into the nursery world later in the year. The quality and health of the plant hasn't quite caught up to what it should be, but the demand for the plant is there so much that wholesalers just ship them out and retailers put them out on the floor and they sell them. Well, hell, you get back to your site and you've dug your hole and you've amended your soils and you've got your starter fertilizers and you go to turn that plant upside down and the plant and the root ball literally fall apart in your hands, chances are you may have spent 30 or $40 on a plant that ain't gonna make it. So make sure that they're in good order before you take possession. If your order comes in after the main spring rush, oftentimes that stuff will be pushed as an underdeveloped stock. So don't forget to check. On the other hand, you don't want overly root bound container stock as well. You know, that, that plant, once it gets uh, the plant brain, that it all it knows is container stock and it has a very, very hard time. Even when you tease the roots apart a little bit, it'll have a hard time getting started and getting out there and remembering, oh yeah, I don't have to grow in a round circle inside of a black plastic pot. I can actually go out into the soil here. And sometimes that'll take a long time. When you do pick up your stuff, don't be afraid to state the obvious if you see shortcomings. This is why you did this well in advance and not at the last minute. Therefore, if part of your order, say 10% of your order is just really substandard, you instantly say, I'll take all of this, but those there, those are not quality. Do you have any others of these that I can look at? And if they say yes, go look at them. If they say, no, man, this is, this is all that's available. It's time to switch from plan A to plan B and you know where else you might be able to find them. I'll tell you what, I used to patronize about five different nurseries in my area where I used to practice. And maybe I'd put a whole order, a whole plant order in at nursery number one. And when that order came in, it was short 20%. So I instantly went to plan B and I'd go over to the other one and I'd find, you know, maybe I'm 10 short. I find three more that are good quality at another nursery. And I make another call and they say, yeah, we have about a dozen of those and I go up and I fill the order. And now, did that take time? Hell yes, it took time. Time is money to a contractor, but it's better than being short. It's better than not having anything or going to your customer and go, yeah, you remember those plants I designed for you and you were so in love and couldn't wait to see those in? Yeah, those are the ones I can't find now. And the egg is all over my face as the professional. And I want that egg not to be on your face as a you know qualified DIY project leader. You know, a lot of this stuff, a lot of the stuff that I've covered here today, much of these topics are covered in detail in my ebook and the digital course over on the website. I invite you to peruse. I invite you to check it out. You know, there's nothing more than some educational power and how it can go a long way to feeling so much more confident about doing something yourself. Just like your vocation every single day when you go to work. You're educated in it, you have experience in it, and you're confident in it. Guys, this is what I have as a topic for you today. I hope it helped a little bit. Plan your project around that plant availability season 
and do it weeks in advance. Weeks in advance of the need. You'll always come out better for it. Yeah, I'll catch you guys next week. As always, to your landscape success. Don't forget, subscribe if you haven't. Check out over on YouTube the plan of the week. So I'll see you over on the YouTube channel for the video version of this. You guys take care. I'll see you next Friday. Thank you for your interest. Thank you for listening to the Yard Coach Podcast. Don't forget to head over to the website at youryardcoach.com where you will find more DIY landscape education, including the free 15-step DIY landscape checklist, Coach Matt's ebook called Landscaping Simplified, and the flagship digital course, Homescape 1.0. As always, if you have any questions or comments, you can email Coach Matt directly at youryardcoach at gmail.com. We'll see you right here next week.